welcome to the Takes of the Tailgaters podcast. My name is Talon Hauser, alongside my co-host, Nathaniel Yates. Howdy. And our other co-host is finally back, Caden Cooley. I am here, guys. How's it going? How does it, it feel to be back, Caden? You know, it feels great after having been locked up in your house for what feels like five years and being back with the boys talking about sports. It, it just feels like a great time. Yeah, yeah, I'm really appreciative that I don't have to hold the phone up anymore. Like, that was so bad. Yeah, Skype was Skype was a struggle, but I mean, Game was bringing some facts, though. We're Game here. He did, we he are did here, spit though. facts. He, did, yeah. he does he spit continuously facts spit facts. Crappy audio. Yeah, so... Like, the facts didn't sound great, but they were still facts. I th- I'm pretty sure we're sure that you're going to be back for weekly. Hopefully. Assuming nothing, just... Allegedly. Assuming Unless your mom gets corona. Yeah. Be- yes. If she gets corona, then I, I probably wouldn't be here anyways. Well, it's probably because <laughs> I came over that one day, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, I did drink came. after you the after other day, so... Yeah, so basically... I'm definitely going to die. Yeah, probably. Anyway, today's topics include um, the Russell Wilson rumors that have kind of been making the internet explode recently. Um, the Aaron Rodgers talks that, I mean, maybe something's going to happen sooner than we expect. Um, Game of Zones just being the most amazing thing ever. Like, the best parody YouTube basketball show. Like, I don't know how big that category is, but it is fantastic, so we'll talk about that. And then we're going to give our best celebrations of all time. So, like, some iconic celebrations that players do in, in our brains. It's not really, like, an official list, but just ones that we want to talk about, like, for being dope. Mm-hmm. And then we have our top 10 shooting guards of all time, which will be fun. I bet I know who number one is. Nah, man. Kobe, obviously. MJ sucks. Guys, Clay's cold. Show some respect. Guys, LeBron should be considered. (laughs) (laughs) He plays every position. Come on. (laughs) Just bring up Bron early. Um, And then finally, finally, we're going to finish it out with the best Marvel heroes tier maker. I was going to say something else, but my brain kind of pooped. So, yeah. Best Marvel characters, MCU only, not like comic books. Yeah, I know Caden was ready to bust out his like his 1974 comic issue. Yeah. Like, no one's trying guys, to hear that. I love this one. No, just the movies. <clears throat> so yeah, we'll get into nerd. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Loser. God, imagine owning comics. Who would ever? <laughs> I'm the only one that's stable that I can say I do not own comics. Yeah, well, if you saw us, you would think Talon's like the geek, probably. Yeah. But it's probably like the furthest thing from that because i'm very masculine yes obviously yeah. yes yeah yeah and a little bit uncultured but anyway getting <laughs> getting down to the uh, muscle i like sriracha <laughs> okay whoa <laughs> actually, in my I, eggs so. actually i like panda express so <laughs> chill so i'm basically asian <laughs> okay whoa <laughs> starting it out russell wilson so there was talks that the browns and the seahawks were gonna have a trade for like the number one overall pick what, what year was it I'm 2018 20 baker mayfield thank you for well, that what that ended up being yeah, Baker yeah. Mayfield, and you know, like it was kind of just like I thought it was fake, and I thought it was just like random news that just came out of nowhere, and but it started picking up a lot of traction until yeah. Hugh Jackson was kind of like, I was the head coach and I did not hear anything about this. Mm-hmm. So, what are your guys' thoughts on the like? Was this real? Like, was this a real life thing that just happened? Yeah, uh, I had the same inkling as you, just initially thinking this has to be false. Um, and thinking, there's no way the Seahawks would trade Russell Wilson. He's when people think of most untradeable players. I mean, Russell Wilson's the first, one of the first players that comes into your mind. Um, and so I was hesitant at first to think that was true, and then Hugh Jackson comes out with that, and then I just believe it even more that this was some false information that came out of a bad organization. Well, I don't think it was going to happen. I think what happens within organizations sometimes is an idea gets pitched. Yeah. Like, hey, do you guys maybe want to try trading for this player? 
And that might have been a conversation in-house for the Browns, but it doesn't necessarily mean it was ever going to come to fruition. Yeah, it gets stretched. It gets yeah, stretched. exactly. Into, yeah, here's, like, here's definitely how this happened. So, like, like the GM of the Browns, was it John Dorsey? John Dorsey, That's what yeah. I thought. Um, he went home, and, like, he was talking mm-hmm. with his wife, and his kids just overheard. Yeah, we talked about trading for Russell Wilson. Like, how crazy would that be? And his, kids, like, he, his, his kid went to school and was like, mm-hmm. guys. My dad's gonna trade for Russell Wilson. <laughs> it's gonna be parents. crazy. And then yeah, it just yeah. blew up. That, like that's how it happened. I swear. That's like literally how half of the news just at school. Like, hey, uh, Timmy, can you give me that um, you know, snack pack? And also, my dad is <laughs> <laughs> trading for Russell Wilson tomorrow. That's like seriously how half of these news stories come up, though. Especially in a time like this, where news stories are. Oh thin. my gosh, dude! Yeah, like, I definitely agree. Like this was just like one conversation, and then mm-hmm. like John Dorsey may have like hinted at it. Back in like, because, and like, oh yeah, back in 2018, Russell Wilson was <clears> on our <throat> trade board, and uh, like a reporter was like, "Oh, so you tried to trade the number one pick to the Seahawks?" And John Russell's yeah. like, "What?" And the reporter's like, "Yeah," and the Seahawks <laughs> were gonna do it because they hate Russ. Well, and like, you know, Bleacher Report was the only group, like media group, that decided to report to this. No yeah. other places. So you know, Bleacher Report had to go through their files for Corona and say, "What what can we talk about this week?" <laughs> oh God, because they have to pump out content. Content. So, um, it it's just like it would make more sense if it was anybody but Russell Wilson. Like, yeah, the, it, the Seahawks. He's their guy. Imagine the 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 backlash and the jersey sales just dropping and like. I mean, yeah, like that's it would make the no face s- of your franchise. It would make no sense. You just yeah. won a Super Bowl, this dude, and then four years later. He's You're playing. like, you know what? Baker sounds kind of cool. And he's playing better than he was in the Super Year, Super Bowl years, Yeah, honestly. I think he's just improved gem- like dramatically. The only, like, counter to it, I guess, would be, like, you know, cap space is getting a little thin because yes, of his sure. contract. Uh, sure. Obviously, you'd get the first overall pick. I'm assuming there would have to be more involved than just the first overall pick, even though that's worth a lot. But I mean, you can pitch any trade, but, like... That's the most unpitchable, in my opinion. Well, in yeah. that year, there wasn't, like, a really clear-cut number one. Like, I remember Baker was kind of a reach, yeah, but they just needed that guy. So, like, I mean, if there's no clear-cut number one, I mean, why trade for it? And yeah. and if, I mean, think about it. If they, like, they wouldn't draft a quarterback, because why, why would you do that? I mean... Yeah, why would you trade an MVP candidate? And we'll get to that, actually, because I do want to talk about that. Why would you trade an elite quarterback for maybe an elite quarterback? Like, like that's just, like, a gamble. So like, it just makes no sense. Who did they love out of that draft so much that the Seahawks would yeah, potentially think do about that the deal? quarterbacks? Baker who else Mayfield was in that draft. Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, and uh, like, Lamar. Josh, like Josh Rosen and Lamar. Yeah, like granted, there was a lot of top-heavy guys, but like you didn't have to trade for number one. Yeah, no, and and Baker's Baker and Josh Allen are probably the best quarterbacks out of that draft right now, well, besides Lamar. I was I was like, like um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, he's just so MVP? far in the, down in the draft that I forget about him. Yeah, like, like you do forget he's in that draft yeah, a little but bit. But as far as the what was perceived as the top end quarterbacks in that draft, though Baker and like and like Josh Allen are the I best did, quarterbacks. I, do you remember Josh Rosen being a thing? That was crazy. Yeah, and now he's going to be a backup for the rest of his career. I don't. I don't want to get too into this because we have other things to talk yeah. about. But that poor guy kind of got screwed over. He did though. Like, and actually, I'm glad that you bring this up because you know my dad loves sports, and me and him talk about this all the time. Like NFL teams just do not support QBs. Like it seems like from like 2014 to like <clears throat> even like like last year, they would just throw a rookie quarterback on a shit team and be like, "All right, go off." Look at it's like learning Haskins. how to bike. And, like, not having training wheels, not having an old bike, it's like you're throwing, like, your toddler on a motorbike. That's what they would do in an NFL quarterback. Exactly. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. He, 
he doesn't like with his mechanics and obviously it probably would have been more polished if he had had a better chance. I don't think he would have ended up being a great quarterback in the NFL, but it's but like to your backup. point. Like he was yeah. the number 10 pick. Guess right. who else was the number 10 pick? Patrick Mahomes. Oh God. Like God, God forbid a podcast where we don't talk about the goat. I mean, but like seriously, like that's, no, that's I mean, I get your point. He's like, the same pick as maybe the greatest player we've ever seen. And he's not even a starter. Yeah. Um, getting away from like Josh Rosen because you know who cares? No, let's talk about him the whole podcast. Okay? <laughs> Josh the, Rosen podcast. Welcome to the Josh Rosen podcast. <laughs> no, I'm um, talking about Russell and his success. There's like a huge thing about Russell that he hasn't ever had an MVP vote. Like, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Like, do you ever see this guy winning an MVP trophy? See, I think to win MVP now you have to come back from a terrible, terrible season. It has to be later on in your career, or you have to be one of those young guys like Patrick or Lamar. You already have to kind of be established. I don't necessarily agree with like the terrible thing because like Drew Brees was getting. Yes. Of, yeah. I mean, Matt true. Ryan won an MVP. I think so it's. Like, I think it's more like for guys that haven't won it and yeah. they're really close to. Yeah, there's true. definitely a lot of sentimental, and like that's why I almost say like Russell can win the MVP because like if there's just one down year, maybe Patrick Mahomes gets like hurt for like, a couple of games again. Mm-hmm. Lamar drops off. There's just kind of no one there. I remember that year that like Todd Gurley was yeah, up there. Carson, it was, it was the Carson Wentz year when he was no, gonna, he was gonna win no, it. No, no, Todd Gurley was in Patrick Mahomes' year. Oh, was he? I thought him it was and the, Jared Goff had like hella votes, but they split votes. Are you sure? I thought he was in the I, year with Tom Brady. I'm telling. I thought it was the, I thought it was the year that Tom Brady won it, and but like Carson Wentz would have won it if he played like one. No, think about it because that was the year the Chiefs and Rams played that super crazy game, and that's the year the Rams made the Super Bowl. I mean, I think they also. So, so, I mean, yeah, it's it's whatever. It doesn't but, really matter. So, like, let's just say there's another down year. It'd be pretty easy for like voters to be like, you know what? I think Russ deserves this. So, I do think he'll. I think yeah, I agree with you. Like, there's a lot of sentimental value for like MVP like votes, and like I could see like later in his career if there's a down year, being like, you know what, Russ deserves this. Yeah, uh, and he's always gonna be in that like top five to six exactly. range. He just needs to have a great season and have maybe a couple lucky breaks here. And I there. will say why he hasn't won it though is because his talents don't really just pop out at you. Like no. he doesn't have like those Lamar Patty type games where he's just like. Wow, is this dude human? Yeah, like honestly, I can't remember the last time this dude had like five touchdowns. Like, yeah, like he he'll, he'll put up like two seventy, couple touchdowns, maybe a pick here and there. That's just not exciting enough. Like you, like when you talk about MVP quarterback, you need a guy who's gonna go out there like every week and be like, oh my god, this dude could just like throw seven touchdowns if he wanted. And he plays in Seattle, so it's not like he's in the super big market. Yeah, that's the West is a hard market to be it, in because you like know, high you get a lot up in like a Northwest team, like yeah, as it's far out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like I mean, no NFL, one, you know, America wise. Yeah, so uh, Seattle's a great city, but as far as media coverage, not a lot of reporters are going out there. Not a lot of stories are happening. It's oh, Seahawks are twelve and four again. Great, you know. Yeah, cares? exactly. So <sighs> next up. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've got to All right. <laughs> Big car ride today. Yeah, move on. Um, next up, we have the Aaron Rodgers kind of like quotes that just came out. Kool Aid, you're our quote guy, apparently. Yeah, so you got this phone. one already. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers told, I believe it's Sports Illustrated, my sincere desire to start and finish with the same organization, just as it has with many other players <laughs> over the years, may not be a reality at this point. So. That was great. To break down that quote, basically, because, you know, Caden <laughs> didn't do any of my favors. And, like, that's kind of just weird sense in general. Yeah, so, I was kind of reading. I was like, wait, why does it sound like this? But yeah, like, so Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he was trying to say he's mad with, with, that, with like, respect. Yeah. 
He's trying to just be like a very formal <clears throat> guy because like if you're gonna say something like that, you got like you gotta be pretty yeah. formal. Because right. he said I respect their decision for looking in the future, but they could have gotten I don't know me a weapon or two. You know that could have yeah. been nice. Which I mean that's a fair response. Like yeah, I feel like he played it well. He played yeah. both sides. And if you've been with an organization for 15 years and you know you've brought them a championship, I definitely you feel like you get owed that. From them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was anticipating a way worse response, honestly. So yeah, no, I definitely said in a podcast like I think it was maybe like two or three weeks ago. I was like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is gonna be like. A dick to Jordan Love. He's going to be awful, which, like, he's not being terrible. He's obviously, like, reached out to I will say, though, as a guy, like, as professional as Aaron Rodgers, I mean, you see him in those commercials. Like, he just looks like the most clean-cut dude ever. Yeah, well, he'll, like, won't even, like, be he's mad at someone. He's definitely way bigger. Like, he should, he should be playing in L.A. or New like, York. Well, and, like, the thing is, like, Aaron Rodgers coming out and say this, Aaron Rodgers doesn't say anything, I feel like. I've never seen, like, an Aaron Rodgers quote be brought up He's ever. very quick. He only talks to the people that he wants to talk to. Exactly. And so, like, him coming out and saying this in the off season. I don't know. That seems to me like kind of a big thing. Like, and so like you said, like, oh no, Kane said this. You expect him to be matter. I think this shows that he is just as pissed as we thought. I think he's just really petty. <laughs> yeah. I, oh. I think he's. I, I don't even think petty. I think he's just like sincerely, no, sincere, seriously disappointed in the Packers. Like he, like you said, like he played 15 years for them, brought them a championship. He deserves the respect, and he he knows he's not getting it. Well, yeah, and you know to talk about the quote itself, like. He's gonna finish his career with another team. Like that's just basically yeah, we, a guarantee at this yeah. point. Do you want to hear some, like, just cl- super accurate takes? He's not a Packer after this year, and I said that like the moment they drafted Jordan Love. I agree. Yeah, he's not a Packer after this year, I, and yeah. I'm willing to put my kidney on that. Well, actually, actually, I'm recording this. Maybe, I'm not gonna put my wait, kidney. How on many not. kidneys? One or two? Maybe not because all of the kidneys. <laughs> because um, all seven. Um, I did see that the cap hit f- would be like detrimental. If they got him rid of even after the next two years, yeah. After after like after the second year is where they can do that. I think next year is is a little iffy just because the cap hit would be so devastating that it would just be like it would be beyond. Stupid. Are you saying like if they trade him or cut him? Both. I think both is like bad. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't remember. The penalty is. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember the. Details. I mean, they wouldn't cut him obviously. Well, that's the thing too. Is like <laughs> if he's gonna sit out, then what does a cap hit even matter? Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, and I mean, I don't know. The thing to me is, is like, and we talked about this when they dra- drafted Jordan Love. The thing that is so exciting about rookie quarterbacks in the first round is how cheap they are and the fifth year option. So I mean, you, every year that Jordan Love doesn't play, yeah, that's you're closing your window to have a pretty much an, an NFL super team, yeah. and like the Seahawks did, like the Chiefs have now. It is so easy to build a great roster when you have the money. And you're not paying your quarterback 35, 40 mil. Right. Yeah. So. Well, and, you know, we didn't really discuss this, but what what is one team you guys could see him going to? Like, say he does get traded, gets cut. I haven't thought about that. Like, I just thought about it. See, it's hard because that's a great question, but it's hard because you don't know when. Right. Say say it's next offseason. I think a big market. That just screams big market. I want to sell jerseys. Where are you you going? I kind of want to say like Vegas. I'm thinking Vegas too. Vegas, Vegas isn't really sure. They have a really weird quarterback situation. They could be like in some tank. Henry Ruggs could be pretty good by then. And see, it's hard to predict this because like teams that have quarterback needs, they could do it in the draft. Right. You don't know what's gonna happen. Things could change, but I think the Raiders but would be. A that good screams spot. to me like, hey, we're in Vegas. We need a big name. Why not Aaron, fucking Rodgers? See, I, I think Aaron would want to give the middle finger to Green Bay. Go to the windy city, Chicago. <sighs> Green Bay's most hated rival Ooh. with that defense nah, that, and him at QB. Ugh, that'd be must watch. I've actually okay, I've heard I've heard stuff about the Vikings. Um 
and that seems like pretty out there. It is. It is kind of interesting that all the teams don't really feel great about their quarterbacks. Yeah. Like well, I know they signed Kirk to a two-year deal. You're saying after the second up. year that lines up, but I just. Knowing Aaron Rodgers and how stubborn he is, there's no way he pulls the exact Brett Favre move and goes to the Vikings exactly how he did in the same years. There's, I know the money. Money, money talks, baby. Money talks. There's just, I don't think, the, imagine that. Like, the perfect cycle. I don't know. I don't know Aaron Rodgers personally. I don't know how petty he is. That would be so God, interesting, though. To I see would him, like, watch every single game. That would I, be almost movie-like if he falled in his, like, successor's exact footsteps. Like, yeah, like, it, I know we're talking Almost about this as being, like, a crazy way. thing, but it literally just happened with Brett Favre. Like, in that game where the Vikings play the Packers for the first it's time, so it's so iconic. That, you, that, I went back and watched it on YouTube, because, you know, quarantine things. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I can, I, I felt tense watching this. Like, imagine being live to that, and you're just like, okay, Brett Favre versus Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God, I mean, this that, is happening. that rivalry is intense as it is, and then add that into it, crazy. Yeah. That's wild. Well, we will move on, and honestly, Caden's got me excited about it now. I kind of hope it happens. You're I need, welcome. I need to see Aaron Rodgers in, like, a Bears or Vikings. Dude, or I, the Bears would be my favorite team. He won't go to the Lions, though. No. That he doesn't hate himself, yeah. and they've gotten that separate. <laughs> he doesn't want to die. <laughs> um, next up, Game of Zones, which, if you don't know what Game of Zones is, look it up. If you love basketball, look it up. If you love Game of Thrones, look it up. If you have nothing better to do in quarantine, look it up. pause the podcast. Definitely come back, though. And then look it up. And listen to other episodes. And then listen to all the episodes. And plug it up. get fire. Yeah, because, you know, we're amazing. But Game of Zones is a basketball parody of Game of Thrones. And it is just the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. Um, in the past seasons, it's been more of just, like, kind of funny humor, tying in, like, current NBA stuff. But this last season is their final season, and they're doing, like, a story. And it's following, like, the Game of Thrones season 7. It is just absolutely outstanding. So the concept Beautiful. is, like... Um, the White Walkers from Game of Thrones are actually the dream team, and Michael Jordan's coming back to the realm to take his place as the GOAT. And it's like the amount of Easter eggs, they have like the Media Dell, which is like the Citadel in Game of Thrones. It is just fantastic. Caden, what are your thoughts on Game of Thrones? Sorry, I just made a connection between the Citadel in Game of Thrones and the Citadel in Rick and Morty. I did not know that came from that. What? Well, there you go. I don't watch Rick and Morty. Yes, but yeah, I don't. yeah, that, Kate, I, that definitely just, just had connected. An epiphany. See, there's but, so many connections that you can make that Caden literally just made one. Yeah. My, my uh, one of my favorite parts is the uh, the media dolls and the team that they make is all like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, um, what are I can't, like I forgot the, the ultimate media. Oh, the the yeah. ultimate like players that have fought against the media. KD and Kyrie are the first ones that like come Russell's in there. Jimmy Butler, yeah, yeah, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, those are all players that like the media just craps on, and I think they're like they're like building a team to fight the media. Though, it's so perfect. Um, that show is just crafted so beautifully. It's so, really great. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Glenn. Um, I was just gonna say. So, did you see how they kind of said that that episode was longer than what they typically yeah, like release? The long episode. Yeah. Do you think that like sub? Because like I'm really interested in like films and stuff, so I kind of like to study this stuff. But do you think, like, that whole, like, extra subplot with, like, Kyrie and Kevin and the media deal, that was kind of, like, added on later? Maybe. I don't know. Because it's kind of, like, an extra thing that wasn't necessarily needing to be there. Maybe. Uh, I have no idea. I don't really... I don't know. It's, just, it's great, though. It's so funny. I mean, we have... To, and we have to talk about the scene where Kobe Bryant comes out in, oh, yes. in the Lakers, like, hood, like uh, robe almost with his black mamba, like... Like, uh, golden pin. Yeah. yeah. That was fire. And, and like, they like, said, like, goodbye to... Um, Kobe and like in the 
like show Kobe like just it was so like it felt so real. Oh, also, I made this connection. Um, you? if you sorry, but I have to talk about this. If you watched, uh, there's the retirement episode where Kobe's retiring, mm-hmm. and they give him all these presents, and like Dwight Howard and Shaq come back to make fun of him. But at the end, they're like, Kobe's gonna pass the torch to someone. So you know, you hear Snickers like, it's gonna be Julius or, or Julius Randall. It's gonna be DeAndre Russell, and DeAndre Russell's sitting there like. It's going to be me. It's going to be me. And he just walks past everyone with the torch and goes, and they're like, he's not going to pass. <laughs> so he doesn't, he never passes the torch. And if you, if you, if you notice, he's in the episode, he comes with the torch and he like passes the torch to LeBron as to yeah. say, here you go. And like, he says like LeBron, you got to keep carrying like the game and like evolving and making it better. It was just fantastic. And like the whole thing with like, it's like Jordan versus LeBron. Yeah. I love that. That's like the main conflict in the game of zones. Cause it's like, since the last dance came that's out, that's what we want to see, like, man. The, since the last dance came out, the '90s basketball love is just so surreal. And I was like, oh my god, the '90s were so amazing. Dude, '89 to '93 could destroy Le- LeBron. Like, yeah. So it's like it's it's the perfect time for the show to come out, and you know, quarantine things. No one's got anything better to do. But if you haven't, go check out the show. It is the best basketball parody ever. I also thought it was really funny how they included, like, media personalities. Like, you got Stephen A. and Skip Bayless, (gasps) Skip saving... Yes, uh, we didn't even talk about the scene where um, Skip saves Stephen A. from, like, like, crumbling castle. And, like, I really thought they would have kissed. (laughs) It looked like it. They just hugged. But, like, I was like... That was such a. Please, and that was the last like scene too. Yeah, I was like, bro, please have Skip and Stephen A's kiss. I just, I, I just want to see that. I Dude. also think uh, Brian Winhorse, um, or Winhorst, but <laughs> yeah, like they but, put him as they put him as like a, a minotaur, yeah, like Brian Winhorse. Great. But yeah, next up we have the best celebrations of all time. So Kool Aid, you know, let's like, let's do like one per sport, like major sport. Yeah, we're just doing. Some I mean, like some honorable head. mentions, but like the most iconic basketball celebration in your mind. Go. Um, I like the LBJ. Oh my gosh, I can't ever remember. Silencer. The silencer. No, 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 not the silencer. Oh, oh, shock toss. Shock toss. Yeah, shock toss, not technically a celebration, but still lit. It's still like an epic. Yeah. yeah. Just like stuff like that is just so raw. Yeah. The I think, uh, but to mention it, the silencer is also cold. Cause is, the, is that your pick for this? No, but I just want to mention oh, it while it's on my mind. I, I know your pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but no, the silencer is great because he started it in Miami when he became this like super villain almost. And, and every single away crowd would be booing him and booing him and he hits that final shot and it just silences him if you don't know obviously it's hard to like explain it but it's when he pounds on his chest pushes the yeah he's almost pushing the crowd down. down he's pushing the crowd down yeah stand shut the hell up and go home it's game know? time yeah yeah bro so Tough. uh but my pick is of course the D'Angelo Russell ice in my veins yes that, that's what cold. made d swaggy bro that made that's what made d swaggy and d always been one of my favorite players Again, as a Lakers fan, so I've been I've been rooting for him, and this dude has been balling out. And anytime he hits a clutch shot, he even did it against my Lakers last season to kick us out the playoffs. That was that nice. That do be tough. Uh, but points hit his points hit his veins because I got ice in my veins. I'm cool. I'm calm, cool, and collected in the clutch. Um, and he started it in summer league too, which is like so cool because he's been doing this since like the beginning of his career. Yeah, kind of cold. My pick. Actually, I'll do my honorable mention first. It's the Clay Thompson big ball celebration. Um, you told me like it was like the 2003 Pistons who actually like Clippers. started doing. Oh, Clippers. Clippers. My bad. My bad. Um, but yeah, Clay Thompson, who just kind of like looks swaggy in like such an ironic way. He, like has like the a little bit higher up shorts. He has like the headband. He's a meme in himself. Yeah, he's a meme. <laughs> and like when he did the big ball celebration, I was like, yes, yes, Clay, please. 
Tell us about your big balls. <laughs> oh, don't. Nope. Not going down clip, that Someone clip that. No. Yeah. Um, but my actual pick is Dame Time, bro. Ooh. D- Dame Time, That's baby. That's a good Dame one. Dame Time is legit. Yeah. Mm. There's not... Oh, you know, I just thought about another, another honorable mention, the Mellow. But no, it's not as cool. Dude, the Mellow is iconic. Okay. If you don't know, I work at Hy-Vee and I work at Self-Checkout, so I got a lot of time on my hands. And so I'll be, you know, your manager's sit- listening to this like, huh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you sounds know, sounds like he's on stocking duty now. We, we have we have to clean all the time, and so I always have like leftover wet rags. So I'll always like shoot in the trash can, and I'll do the mail to the head. Every I'm just like looking at someone else. Like, imagine yeah. being the worker down the hall. Like, what the is this kid doing? <laughs> he misses yell- every time. Talon just yells, "Stay mellow!" And he's like, <laughs> "What the hell is he doing?" No, what's funny is I'll have like old white women come past, and they're like, "Almost got it," <laughs> and like, "Almost made it," and I'm like. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Grab my board. Thanks, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If you know, you know. Um, but yeah. So the Dame time is just fantastic. I mean, dude just hits clutch shots. Like I would say the wave, but like he only did the wave once. But that was also. But fire. that was so. I mean, that series they were talking stuff. Yeah, and then he back just waved and him off, and but all yeah. he had to do hit a half court shot and go bye bye. Yeah, but the sick. Dame time iconic. Caden, what's your football pick? So, I gotta go with the cheetah peace sign into the end zone. It's just so much disrespect. Um, Mid-play. Yeah, at him, exactly. Like, like He's just play. like, dude, I'm just way faster than you. You have no chance of catching me. There's nothing me. you like, can do. It's brutal. Yeah. And, like, it's funny because DBs will literally be like, yeah, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> like, usually they're like, well, you know, there's a way to... Fu-. Nope. <laughs> Von Miller literally said, there's no way stopping this team. Yeah. Um... I don't really have a necessarily. I don't have like a one football one in my mind. Um, one that comes to mind. We've talked about this off the podcast. Ray Lewis at the beginning. It's not like you said. It's not really a celebration, but Ray Lewis is. It's uh, a little thing like the Le- Le- LeBron shock toss. It's just like a memorable action. Yeah. That's so person. Um, the Ray Lewis. Personal. I don't even have to say Ray Lewis. Whatever. It's just the Ray Lewis. The uh, dance. Well, yeah, the dance. Whatever it is. It's fire. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. It's hype. It makes. It fits football because it gets me like ready to run through a brick wall. Yeah, Ray know? Lewis could like get me to run through a brick wall. Yeah, yeah I've seen Tyreek do it at like a game before. Like, and I was at the game and I was like, okay, let's go. Did he do that at the Titans? One? Yeah, I didn't even know. That. I don't know if it was at the Titans one. It I might was have too been, emotionally like, invested. In See, the like, one. I don't know about that though, because like Tyreek is also just like a little dude. Ray Lewis like, was when huge. Ray Lewis does it, it's like you're kind of scared. Yeah, like he's just a big man. Looks like his shoulder pads too. Yeah, he's like just, they're huge. Like he can just eat you. And like Tyreek's just like. Yeah, I'm stepping. <laughs> and Ray Lewis was like, oh, dude. Oh, you just know you like grunts like a little bit. I'm sitting here getting like excited for like football celebrations and stuff. And I'm like, dude, football is so far away. Like we still got months to go. My pick, I got to go with T.Y. The T.Y. touchdown dance. It is, I don't know where he got this idea from, but like it's literally just he holds out his arms in a T and then holds them up in a Y and then like, makes it a dance. But I do it after every touchdown we, I score and like when we just play backyard football, I love it. It's always fun when we score against Nate, and then we do it against <laughs> Nate, and he's like, damn it. I'm surprised you didn't go with the uh, Michael Thomas flip phone celebration. So he says it's iconic, but, like, Talon, like, talking about, like, the state he also stole that he just it. does it. He stole yeah, it. Yeah, like, that wasn't his reason. Yeah. But, like, yeah. you know celebration is good when you do it yourself. Yeah. Right. Like, if it's, like, in the back of your mind when you're playing the sport, that's how you know yeah. it's a good celebration. I guess I wouldn't necessarily necessarily called stolen. It was more like a homage. Yeah, to, he, like... Well, he didn't, like, yeah. pretend that it was his Um, case. now... Let's just do, like, one other sport. Like, it could be, like, baseball, soccer. What's that? <laughs> just, like, an, like, an iconic sport moment, like, a, like someone does. This is probably the most cliche one, but one of the, like, best things to watch in sports to me, and I don't even care about baseball, but just, like, the bat flip. 
Yes. After you hit a homer. Yeah. Backflips do be tough. That is tough. Because, oh, uh, yeah, it is sick. I can't even lie. Because it's like, bro. Yeah, I just did that. It is, like, so disrespectful, and it's just like, oh, Because I will say, I hate baseball, but I've made that clear. Yeah, same. But <laughs> there is nothing like someone smacking a baseball and the entire crowd just, like, staring at one tiny ball, and everyone's just, like, oh, God. And everyone knows, rise that bat clicks. Yeah, like, that's what I love about backflips is, like, the, they know the moment. The, the entire crowd knows what's happening. Like, it's not like... When Steph shoots a three, there's a good chance it makes and a good chance it doesn't. You kind of know, but like, but like with those hits, the those moment hit, you lose know. the bat, you hear it and you're like, oh, that shit's gone. Yeah. <laughs> that so shit just hit The entire planet. crowd is looking either at the bat or him and he just flips it. Just flips it up. Just Pitcher just turns around and he's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so see, since you don't, I don't think you have one, right? Oh, but no, no. Okay. I don't. I'd say like some soccer ones that are really dope. Like Cristiano Ronaldo does this like really cool like jump and just pose. Um, there's like other like iconic soccer, soccer ones. Soccer has a good. They have good platform for good celebrations because all you're doing is just sprinting. So I remember you have when so much to when do. Fortnite came out and it, like when Fortnite just ruled the world. It, like the World Cup was that year, and Antoine Griezmann scored a goal. I think it was either in the final, or the semifinal, and did the take the L dance. <laughs> and when it wasn't cringy, so when it, it was wasn't actually cringy, cool to do. Like and yeah, and he's like a swaggy soccer player. So I was like, dude, that's so raw. And he did like in the World Cup, like the biggest stage for the biggest sport that in the cool. world. Speaking of Josh Hart. Um, did the band aid Fortnite? That was cool. He too. did that. He started that back um, when Fortnite dance or back when Fortnite celebrations were cool. Now, if you do that, you're like, ah, oh, dude, you're so lame. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, next up, shout out to Fortnite. Shout out, yeah, shout out to Fortnite, dude. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, bro, could you imagine if Fortnite was a thing now? Uh, Fortnite would have been amazing. You're right. Okay, well, it would have been a like, lot better. Like, well, no, because like that's all we talked about and all we did. Like, we'd go to school and be like, "Dude, I took a Fortnite dub." Oh, dude, Ninja's twi- like Twitch streaming right now. Like before Twitch was blocking on Chromebooks. Fortnite, man. Dude, what a weird time in our culture. I don't know if you guys know, but I played Fortnite last night. I hated it so much. I hated. It. I had no fun. Well, that sounds like you. There was fault. like XP. Uh, imagine, everywhere. imagine still having that on your console. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who would do that? <laughs> oh, I guess I'm the only sane one. <laughs> Now for our shooting guard list, and this list wasn't like the most fun to do because, like, honestly, I kind of didn't realize how it's thin. It's it's pretty thin, honestly. Yeah. Like the top two are just given, and like everything else is kind of like, eh, yeah. Nate, can I go ahead and start us out? I mean, sure. All right, so at number ten, I got a I got a guy named MJ. We can go ahead and skip the talent <laughs> for his number ten. Um, no, but number ten, I have Clay Thompson. He's just. One of the best shooters of all time. He's been vital to the Warriors dynasty that's been going on for what feels like half my freaking life. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, I, I also agree. Number ten, Clay Thompson. He is the uh, one thing I will say about him. Um, he's when he's hot. I don't think anybody has ever been as a great shooter as a hot Clay Thompson. Game six of the Thunder, absolute microwave of yeah, a shooter, dude. Like this dude, game six against the Thunder in the 2016 Western Conference Finals against the Kings when he scored 37 in one quarter in the third quarter when he's against the Pacers when he scored 60 points and 11 dribbles and three quarters when he had 14 threes against the Bulls and they scored like 90 points before at halftime iconic yeah I also have Clay um and he can defend yes his defense is kind of overlooked because of his shooting ability I think Clay in general is just kind of overlooked because of Steph Steph's like the poster boy. Yeah, it's, it's hard. To, He's golden boy. Yeah. No one hates. No one can hate on Steph. Steph's just a nice guy. Sweet, I also don't think Clay could necessarily lead a team if he yeah, wanted to lead. Yeah, no, I, I agree. He that's, makes that's a perfect fast. sidekick, though. Mm-hmm. 
He yeah. is like what you want from your shooting guard. I don't think right. there's anything wrong with that. If yeah. you have a great no. point guard, Clay's is like the perfect shooter to plug in on your team. And he could move up this list too. Oh yeah. Um, I, I the only problem is is if he stays on the Warriors and they just remain that good because of their roster, he won't really move up necessarily just because you know yeah. he didn't do it. The by guys himself. ahead of him, maybe not my number. They've nine. had success on their own. Yeah. And right. Clay just hasn't. So that was my, my number ten as well. Caden, you're number nine. So, my number nine, obviously, I wasn't alive in the 50s and 60s, but I have Sam Jones here from what <laughs> I've read about him a little bit. Uh, he was a big-time scorer. Uh, Bill Russell's sidekick, helped him get all those rings. Didn't know Mr. Bulch was on the podcast. <laughs> Jesus, what a boomer take. I got uh, Casey Jones. <laughs> well, I'm sorry I don't have... Sa- Sam Jones was Bill Russell's running mate. I <laughs> remember watching him back His in His mid-range bank shot was the best you've he, ever seen. You know he, what, guys? If I had to do this list over, I would put... Man- Manu on here, okay? <laughs> I loved when he dribbled with one hand because he couldn't use his left because no one could in the 70s. <laughs> okay, okay. Take, give your reasoning, sorry. He already I already gave my reasoning. Oh, it was just we, that bad. We just focused on gas. We just didn't care like I listen. said, if I had to redo this, I'd put Manu on here. Okay, why? Manu. I, Manu. Why can't I talk to Manu? Manu. I thought you were going to say Manu Balls. <laughs> definitely not a shooting guard. <laughs> Manu Ball. <laughs> seven foot seven. Yeah, that guy. Dude, really range. Good. Anyways, uh, speaking of Manu, uh, I have <laughs> I have Ma- uh, Manu Ginobili as my number nine. Uh, he's such a tough. <laughs> dying. He's such a tough player to to rank because he was a six man for half of his career, but yet he won four titles. Yeah, the, t- the titles is big. He's also my number nine. So it's play. not like he was he was an Andre Iguodala type of player where he he makes the right plays at the right time. He was such like a gel guy, and yeah. like his stat lines were just. <clears throat> eh. But the rings and just giving into one system is just what you want from any player. Yeah. So and, and it won it won titles. And when a bat was in the Spurs, yeah, arena. dude did smack a bat. So I feel like that. Oh, and you know what? we're not talking about like Olympics here, but like he did beat USA and like he ended up winning gold with Argentina. Yeah, I feel like that has to count. Like from yeah, because the fact that USA didn't win basketball in Argentina, people were freaking what, out about that. What year was that? Was that oh, oh was four. that the year? Oh, four, okay, because yeah. that was. Redemption. Yeah, the redeem team was. Yeah. It was 08, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for my number eight, did you give your number nine? Yeah, it okay. was um, Manute Bull. Yeah. My <laughs> my uh, my number so, eight. This is gonna hit close for Nate. Um, I got Reggie Miller here. No. He was Ray Allen before Ray Allen. He was all time oh, leader in threes. He's bald until, and black. Okay, I see. Because because he, he's bald and can shoot threes. Wow, well, original. original. Okay, guys. Anyways, <laughs> he's like, yeah, but anyways, yeah, anyways. that's exactly why. But yeah, um, he was all time leader in threes before it got broken by Ray Allen. He's like prototype shooting guy. Um, the only difference between him and Ray Allen to me is that he has no titles, which I do feel like is important. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about putting Ray Allen above Reggie. Oh, oh, dude. Oh. Okay. I- I'm not going to say it. I'll say my Reggie talk, but I'll, Alan, I'll, can I'll, I get an elbow dap? Uh, no, okay. no, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Oh. Dude, your your mom can't be listening to this. <laughs> She's like elbow dap. They touched. Uh, they're in the same room. Wait, he doesn't have his mask on. <laughs> He's not skyping. <laughs> anyways, anyways uh, no, my number eight is Ray Allen as well, though. Like for real. <laughs> Um, he's just such a he's such a clutch player as we've seen game six the 2013 NBA Finals kicks out to Bosch kicks out to Ray Allen bang, bang! Mike Breen. I mean we we all know. Um, that's a TikTok audio now. It's pretty great. It is. Yeah, I hate that. Ew. Up. Um, I'm sorry. I love that. <laughs> no, I like up. TikTok. What about like... the market on TikTok? And you're like, oh, I hate TikTok. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Uh, <laughs> TikTok, that's, we hope that, you're not the listening. The work is, is under the table right now. 
Oh, my bad. Um, no, but... Makes it sound like a drug Okay, deal. let me talk about Ray Allen. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> if it's not Reggie, I don't care. <laughs> no, Ray Allen was kind of a baller in the beginning of his career, though. He played with the Bucks. He actually would dunk on people, like, hella. Nobody talks about that. Thinking of Ray Allen doing anything other than shooting... I know, it's weird, weird right? Um, <laughs> that guy dribbled? But then he went to the Celtics and kind of became more of just a yeah, spot-up just shooter. like a system guy. Yeah, but, I mean, he's a, he's a great all He's a system shooter. quarterback. Okay, we're not getting into that. <laughs> people just love saying that. No, I agree with you. Um, he's also my number eight. The dude just like, like I said about Clay, he's just like such a perfect sh- shooting guard to put on your team. Yeah, and like shooting guards, they don't really need to be anything more than that. Honestly. And he was a good defender for the better part of his career. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, yeah, like you said, he was clutch. And yeah, Ray. I mean, there's nothing else to say. Ray Allen was just a great very, shooter. Yeah. Pick and right. So. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yo, I talked about that before the podcast. Well, I that. need to charge my computer. You guys talk while I do that. Okay. So, was your number eight? Ray Allen, yeah. Okay. So, my number seven, James Harden. Ooh. That is so low. That, that is so low. <sighs> okay. Put some respect on them. So, Man. the difference between James Harden and everyone in front of him on this list is he has no rings. He has flamed out horrifically in the playoffs over the last several years. Pause. All right, we're back. Uh, we've been gone for about two hours. Yeah, just had to get some food. Uh, my charger, you know, was yeah, we had to go back to Talon's house. It was actually the first time we've actually been in Talon house. Yeah. Talon's house, dude. It was like an iconic moment. I met your dad. That was weird. Was that weird. was weird. It's a very hectic environment, dude. I got anxiety just stepping in that place. Yeah, it's like he has like forty like family members, like ten pets. It's pretty insane. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Caden, uh, you were talking about James Harden. Go go ahead and finish that thought. Um, that you had two hours ago. <laughs> yeah. So I thought you had two hours ago. Just bring that back in. <laughs> so something like, you know, he flamed out in the playoffs a bunch. But, you know, like I said, one of the best scorers in his era all time. So that's why he's number seven. But Talon, what do you that think? So low. That is that is low. Okay. Anyways, um, I agree with my number Talon. seven was Reggie Miller. All time. Grace Pacers. Great. Um, the greatest player of all time in Nate's opinion. No, but uh, no, he. I will give him credit. He did uh, carry those Pacers teams for a couple years, and without Malice in the Palace, they could have made the finals in '04. Um, they were actually like one of the best teams in the East, but obviously all their players got suspended, so we'll never know. Okay, well, I'm gonna say my Reggie Miller just, you know, kind of feedback on your guys' takes because you know they're terrible. Um, my number seven is George Gervin, like an old head pick, but the Boomer. dude just got buckets. He's higher on your list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Shut up, dude. Dude just got buckets. I mean, it's hard when you make these these lists and you have to put guys on there that you didn't watch. Like George, like no one listening to this podcast watched George Gervin, but the dude just got buckets. I mean, I think he was like a ten time All Star, twenty six points a game for his career. That's insane. So I mean, I think it was twenty seven. Yeah, twenty six, twenty seven. Like the dude just scored points and. I don't know. I, I, I can't ramble about his game other than I just did some research about how he played and how well he did it. And 27 points at rear. So, like, I mean, rookie year, maybe got, like, yeah, 13. I, I mean, we know, like, if you've ever, like, looked up basketball reference stats or if you're a big basketball guy, you know career stats are always pretty low. Averaging 20 points a game career is impressive. And this guy had averaged 27, so, and that was before the three. Wow. So yeah. he just got buckets. So I didn't know he averaged twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. I knew scored, he scored a lot. I remember uh, one game. He he's he had a game where he scored like seventy six or something. Yeah, something like wild. so he had to be on the list. Um, Caden, who is your number six? Right? Yeah, six. So my number six, Ray Allen. Like I was saying for Reggie Miller, 
you know, he was the old version of Ray Allen. Ray Allen, just one of the most iconic shooters ever. Fantastic at the three-point. Probably the second best three-point shooter of all time behind Steph, I would say. Yep. Um, he's also had the most probably iconic shot in NBA history behind, yep. like, Jordan against the Jazz. I don't know, Kyrie's shot. Kyrie was pretty Those good. Those are, like, three, though. Like, yeah. That's no, like they're, they're, especially in recent memory. Honestly, that's iconic. probably the clutchest shot in NBA history, though. Because... Because if Kyrie misses that, the game's still tied. Oh, okay. You're talking about Kyrie. Oh, I thought you were saying Kyrie's was Even the most MJ's. clutch. I was Even like, MJ's. Yeah, MJ's as well. Yeah. But, but anyway, like, go, like, go on, kid. But yeah, no. I was pretty much done telling you can go ahead. Uh, yeah, my number six, well, I'm not really going to elaborate on it much. George Gerving. Um, like you said, bucket getter, boomer pick, number six. All right. My number six is That rhymed. Reg- I liked that. My number six is Reggie. Bars. And Hold Watch on. out for our mix it. Yeah, but y'all aren't ready for this mixtape about the job. We got all this new audio equipment. Yeah. We're, we're going back to SoundCloud for a little Catch the Three Stooges <laughs> here soon. Shout out Ew. to the SoundCloud. Could you imagine like the trio named Three Stooges? Okay, that was so just bad. off my head. I don't. Hey, I don't really. Kind of cold though. Three Stooges. No, it's not. Shut Could up. you imagine our rap crew named Three Stooges? We just have like fifties music as our like instrumental. Cold. Okay. So um, mine's terrible idea. My six is Reggie Miller. And before we like Nate, why do you care so much about two spots? Once you get to six in this list, six and higher is really good point guards. They just kind of drop off significantly for me. Thank you, shooting guards. They kind of just drop off really hard. So that's why six, I feel like the top six are like elite, elite guys. No, I agree with you. Um, And my six is Reggie Miller. And, you know, he... He played a really long time, so we talked about... How, notice how he said top six is elite, guys? Starting <laughs> with Reggie Miller? Yeah, because Reggie, Reggie Miller is elite, bro. I'm honestly surprised you don't have him higher. James Harden's my next one, so it's like... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to... J- James Harden averaged like 30, like, was it 35? 35, year. Like, yeah. Okay, we'll get to that. Like, how do you... Like, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> um, So, Reggie Miller, if you look at his career stats, we kind of talked about this. He played a really long time, so obviously the stats from the, the beginning and end of his career are going to skew a little bit. But in his prime, 24, 25 points a game every year. This guy just, just, we talk about Jordan, like, just stopping everyone for having success in the 90s, and this is the same case. Um, I remember in 98, um, I think it was the last chip for the Bulls, actually, before they played the Jazz. The Pacers took them to Game 7. This was in the last dance. Yeah, they took them to Game 7. So, I mean, just one game away there. Nate, don't spoil it for me. That was in the last ends. episode, bro. No, no, I was just kidding. I was talking oh, about the okay, series. Okay, okay. Well, it's already in the past, so like, there, there's I, no it, such it thing. It was my joke. It was a shitty joke. It was I'm terrible. Sorry, God, God, it's God just it's damn. almost as worse as your. God. It's almost as bad as your James Harden take. God, go back to Skype. <laughs> <laughs> my damn. one question a segment <laughs> topic. <laughs> but Reggie Miller carried some really lackluster talent. Like I know he played right, like grit and grind, but like we had Jalen Rose on the squad, Mark nah. Jackson. Their their team was like. Their team was like the Raptors, where it's like they got players, but like no one. It was kind of like the Pistons. Like yeah. they had the system, and then they had like that one guy who just <laughs> led them. And we haven't even mentioned like the Knicks, um, Spike Lee choke, eight points in nine seconds. That was iconic. That was for sure. Iconic. The cho- dude, amazing moment. So I mean, Reggie's <clears throat> got to be up. And in like I think you said this um, a while back. You said Reggie Miller would have been better if he was in today's era, which can't say a lot about an, a lot of old heads. You know, but especially yeah cause like the three ball wasn't popular then but he shot it really well so if it was more accepted I mean this dude could have shot lights out yeah for sure I think his role would be a little bit more just straight up shooting than yeah like the yeah. three like shooting that many threes wasn't accepted like my, it was a big deal when Michael Jordan scored six in a game yeah for and, sure and Kyle Korver dropped six in a game and it's like oh yeah Kyle Korver things but you know that's my number six Reggie Miller has a lot of love in my heart 
iconic pacer, Kool-Aid, your Cinco. Like that Spanish thing? Uh, my number five is George Gervin. You know, got four scoring titles. Like you said, he averaged, what, 27 for his whole yeah. career? Yeah, I mean, he's just a stud, so. He's just really handsome. Imagine scoring 35 in a year, though. That'd be crazy. Yeah. So when you put it's almost like my list. number seven on my list. <laughs> Tell him your Cinco. That's five, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, sweet. <laughs> Big German guy, not Spanish. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, my bad. Fumf. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, I, I know that. Um, No, I have James Harden at number five. Uh, I really wanted to put him at four um, above Clyde Drexler, but it's just the playoffs is, and I love James Harden. He's a beast, but the playoffs is such a, I mean, it's he's a great had, counter for It's it. not even like he's lost. He's had moments where it's like it's all on James Harden. Yeah. You know, we can talk about the time when they were down 3-2 to the Spurs, um, and he scored like six points at home. And, I mean, they were up 3-2. or Yeah, they were up 3-2 on the Warriors. Back-to-back games. They both had like a double-digit lead at halftime, and they blew it because Harden and the rest of the team was breaking threes. Yeah. Um, I can remember three, you die by the three. And he he takes that statement to the next level. And I can remember uh, the first year with the Rockets, like the first year with the Warriors, they were really good. Steph's first MVP year. They were, they played in the Western Conference Finals when Dwight was still on the team. Mm -hmm. And they were down like 2-0 and this was about to be like the shot to win the game and James Harden just fumbled the ball away. Like he's just had so many moments where you're like, that's terrible. So my pick is also James Harden is number five. But, like, he's changed the game. He's changing the game constantly. I yeah, mean... To talk about his good side. Yeah, we'll talk about his good side now. 35 points and like, averaging that in a season is insane. Probably should have won the MVP. I mean, him and Giannis, it wasn't as close as it should have been. Just because the media really loves Giannis. Because, like, he's a freak. James Harden's almost like a villain, I'd say, in today's NBA. Yeah, because like, he, he manipulates the rules. Yeah. People... Giannis is... T- is talented because his like freaky nature. Yeah, like I mean, dunks. he's huge and like so lengthy and like he looks different and he plays different. James Harden plays different by manipulating rules. You know, double step backs. Yeah, like like, like shit like that. He like has possession, but he doesn't hasn't gathered yeah. the ball. Mm-hmm. And... Okay. Uh. Anyways, Kane's trying to make sex. Kane's trying to make sex jokes, yeah. but you know, yeah. They, what's they, new? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So number Welcome five. Welcome to the podcast. Cool lady, well, who is your number four? Uh, my number four, I had Clyde Drexler. It's boomer. No, I'm just <laughs> Real boomer. Um, it's another one of those things where it's like he played in MJ's era. See, like these lists are so brutal for those people because they all just got schooled by MJ consistently. But, you know, like he did win a title. That's why I have him above like Harden, who these guys are supposedly big fans <laughs> Wait, of. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's talk about this for a second. We have not mentioned this yet. Nate in the rumor filming in has a giant cutout, like a cardboard cutout of Michael Jordan. Yeah. Is it signed? Yeah. Is it like a... Is it actually it's like, signed? No, it's not an autograph. It's just like a, like it, a vinyl. Oh, okay. Signing. I was like, what? I was about no. to say, if I had that, I'd be like, so, MJ over LeBron? No, but yeah, uh, I feel like we haven't talked about that. Like, no, I, I actually, you're right. We have never talked we about We have this. a giant MJ cutout, like life-size. Is it? It is life-size. He's he's slanted. Oh, yeah. No, true. yeah, he, he's life-size. He's a tall um, dude. What JC got on? Those aren't even Jordans. The disrespect. He's wearing some, like, Nike hyper Why would they choose that for a cutout? I, I don't know. I didn't make the cutout. Okay, anyways, back to my Clyde Drexler take. I had to mention that. Here, you don't have to spend too much time, because I'm pretty sure we all have Clyde as four. Yeah. So, yeah, just kind of say my quick thoughts. Go on. To Talon, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
there's <laughs> there's not that much you could say. Yeah. yeah. All right. So my thoughts on Clyde Drexler. No. Uh, he was perceived as the second to third best player in the '90s, uh, or at least a certain point when Jordan had that shrug game, and then he kind of had to set him in his place. But, um, like you said, Jordan does that to everyone. Dude, but, what yeah. like? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but like. What, like, a demoralizing series, like, to be like, yeah, they're kind of on the same level, and he's kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of feeling myself, then you go into that game, and then you literally get shrugged off by MJ. Yeah, it was not a... That was the entire 90s. If you could sum up the 90s in basketball, it'd be that shrug. (laughs) He's like, oh, these guys are good? Okay. Yeah, whatever, I'm like, I'm... The thing is, is like, Jordan was so much better than Hey, we'll get to this. We'll we'll talk about MJ later. But yeah, Clyde Drexler... This is my number two. Next. He's my four, um... (laughs) Well, I mean, we just don't need to spend that much time on Clyde Drexler. He was super talented, got held back by MJ, got a ring once MJ left and played baseball. It was, a, you know, it was a booty ring, though. Yeah, like, it, like yeah, he won his ring, but, like, you, you only won it because MJ is not there. Yeah. So, Clyde Drexler was super talented, super elite, but, you know, it was kind of an easy pick here. And now, here's the three easiest picks ever. Um, we don't need to spend time on these guys. Sorry. I, I'm not trying to like boost. It. Like, I'm not trying to like. All right, not, so like, coming talk. coming in at number three is LeBron James. <laughs> no, but like, should have otherwise... been, we should have LeBron in every single position. <laughs> yeah, just LeBron plays everything, and you guys know it. No, but can just say your top three. I mean, because I got Dwayne Wade. Can we say one thing we liked about them at least? Yeah, yeah we can say one thing. No. Dwayne Wade, because he basically played two different styles. Whenever before LeBron came, after LeBron, or yeah, when LeBron got there. Uh, number two, Kobe, because he was basically the same thing as MJ, but he was still, you know, a stud. Um, and then MJ, I I don't need to say too much yeah, about we'll, that. Yeah, we'll get to MJ when we do our top ten greatest of all time. There'll be a lot more actual discussion <laughs> yeah. there. Because there's no discussion here. When, when it comes to shooting guards, the top three are so easy. Yeah, it's right. like, it's like this might as well be the ABCs. Like, it's that. Yeah. It is that firm. For real, though. Like, it's like Dwayne is an easy number three. Well, there's an argument to be made between Jerry and Jerry West and Dwayne, but I mean, Dwayne still has a ring, so. But Jerry, but. And we, we, we included we counted, him at point yeah, guard, we so. Jerry West but, so for point the guard. point of this list, you know. Yeah, uh, I have uh, Mono Ginobili as my number three. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, Jimmy is actually uh, the GOAT. I will say uh, one good thing about D Wade. He carried that 2006 finals team, averaging like 35 points in the finals. Amazing, That's disgusting. disgusting. And like you said, he shifted his game for uh, for LeBron, um, and they won two titles. Yeah. So e- easy. And yeah. then and then Kobe, he's Kobe. Rip, rest in peace. Rip Kobe, greatest Laker of all time. Best show cameo ever, by the way. What Game of Zones? Oh, Game oh, of Zones. Yeah. I, I thought, thought you, you would get that. I Gosh, about, like this episode. I was like, we don't. He's not here. <laughs> I wish Kobe was here. Okay. And then MJ. And then, uh, we won't talk about MJ just because we're gonna save. We're gonna save that one. Yeah. I feel like we're, we'll save that. I had for... Avery Bradley as my number one. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Anyways, so, yeah. so D Wade, you guys already touched on it. I mean, absolute stud in so many phases of his career. Um, I remember just one moment that was just what a great way to cap off. When he went back to Miami, they played Golden State when Golden State made the super team with KD. He hit that game winner in the Miami Vice jerseys, the black ones. He runs around. It was just amazing. I will say, uh, D-Wade in the dreads though, because he had dreads at that point. I didn't like it. It felt weird. I was not a fan either. It didn't feel like D-Wade in a Cavs jersey. In a okay. Bulls jersey, honestly, in the Bulls jersey, it like it kind of because he's at his hometown and like no. they're kind of similar colors. D Wade is Miami, and it's the Bulls. No, but it's just like the it Bulls. D Wade is. I didn't hate Wade is Miami. I didn't hate as much as the Bulls. The Cavs, even though I was rooting for it, it looked gross. D Wade is Miami. D Wade by that. 
in the Miami Vice uni. It's like one of the coldest yeah, with the yeah. combos yeah. ever. Yeah. Like not the, the dreads. I can't. Like I didn't the like the dreads. I talk about like earlier in his career. They, they didn't. They didn't have, have the vice. Well, I'm sorry. I meant with like his hairstyle. Yeah, because he was cute. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then Kobe, like you said, I mean, Kobe's just a legend. One of the most iconic players ever. There's just something different about Kobe being Bryant, and that's all that needs to be said. And then MJ. We'll get to MJ when we do our top 10 of all time. Hey, in case you guys didn't know, we're going to get to MJ when we do our top 10 of all time. <laughs> all right. Well, I feel flamed. So, <laughs> so moving on. Because I say that all the time, too. So, next up, uh, moving on, and we have the Marvel <laughs> Heroes tier maker. So, if you guys don't remember, our tiers go GOAT, GREAT, GOOD, OK, and, and Bill O'Brien, of course, because it's the worst thing in of the course, world. Of course, yeah. So, this is just characters. Watch them go, like, 13 and 3. <laughs> oh, God. Watch them... 16 now. Win the Super Bowl. Okay. Well. So, this is um just the characters in the cinematic universe, no comic book characters, and we're judging them off of what we saw in the movies, not any other comics, any other movie like, so that they were in. use the Spider-Man example. So, like, yeah. Like, we're not... See, you might love Spider-Man because of the original Spider-Man trilogies, or, like, even the second one, but who likes the second Spider-Man trilogy? Spider-Man's everyone's favorite. Yeah, like, Spider-Man's one of the most iconic heroes, but we're only going off of Tom Holland Spider-Man. And that's the same with, like, you know, anything. Like, animated ones just don't count. This is only the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, you know the rules. We only have one GOAT, and that's probably... This is probably going to be the toughest GOAT to decide. Oh, yeah, that's going to be brutal. I don't even know which one I like the most. I, I don't know either. I'd have to get worried. So, starting off with Iron Man. <laughs> wait. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, wait, no. This is War Machine, actually. Sorry. It's the same uh, suit. He's an Iron F for me. Man. It's like knockoff Iron Man. Man. It's like yeah. a... I'm okay with Bill O'Brien. Like, the fact that they were like, you know what? We yeah. have Iron Man. People love him. Let's just have a well, worse version of yeah. Iron Man. And in the second movie, they felt he was like such a ign- insignificant character. They're like, yeah, let's change his actor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I'd say. Bill even Lee. though I like this guy better, but still, it's like, I didn't bro. even like like War Machine like later on in the series. Did you know that yeah. that guy, um, that guy we're talking about, he used to live in my recent neighborhood. What? Really? I swear to God, crazy. And my brother used to hang out with that dude all the time. What? That's cool. We don't know anything about Talon's life. Talon's family and his <laughs> life are just completely wild that he never talks about okay, it. Okay, um, next up we got Spider-Man. That one's got to be put as great. Just yeah. for now, just for now. Just we'll get to now. go, but I, there is something... Go's going to have to be like a last Tom one. Tom Holland is the greatest Spider-Man. That is fact. It's Tom yeah. Holland's definitely the best by... by I had a huge argument with some other dude about this. No. There's no argument. Ex- exactly. Okay, he just next, does Spider-Man the best. Next up is the Wasp from Ant-Man and the Wasp. And, okay, let me let me say some stuff. I really love the Ant-Man series. I thought it was nice to get away from like the end of the world kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's its own kinda, movies. Yeah, it's it really does feel like it stands up well on its own. Mm-hmm. And like, Ant-Man and the Wasp was a very important movie because that's basically how they f- defeat Thanos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I actually really like the Wasp. She's a badass. She has a really cool scene where she's like running on knives as they're being thrown on her when she goes like down a mini size. I'd say good. Yeah, she's good. Okay. Yeah. Cool with that. Yeah. Next up, Iron Man. Easy grade. Yeah. I actually don't like a lot of the Iron Man trilogy. Number one's really good, and they just kind of get worse, but every other movie he's in but Iron Man 2 and 3, just flat out outstanding. I think Iron Man 3 gets a little bit too much hate, though, because it's like, it's not, it's different. It's, it's not different. the same. It's different, but none of, like, they just, it was downhill from Iron Man 1. Yeah. But then, like, he came back with, like, Avengers. That was amazing. Well, I know, like, it like Iron Man two and three came out like after, but like right. um, I think two was actually before. But anyway, I'm I'm rambling now. But um, he really was just so strong in like all the Avengers movies, even in like Spider Man, like the like little bit he's in there, he's fantastic. Yeah, as like the dad figure, so love it. Next up, a controversial one, Captain Marvel. This movie sucked. 
It, it was so... It was such a stretch. They made her so OP. Yeah. I, I didn't like this movie because of how, like... It, it shoved the women's rights thing and, like, women empowerment in your face. And I, okay, this is a hard topic to talk about. I love undertone movie topics. Yeah. Let's but make, let's make that it was just... They literally threw it in your face when, like, they had the whole montage of her is, like, growing up, like, standing up, like, a good, like, low-key message like that. And I'm not, like, this is just hard to talk about because like, it makes me sound, like, a sexist. But it was just a little bit too in your face. Um, well, and it's it's not even, like, with that. It's, like, with her overpoweredness, too. It's just, yeah, like, like, it's so hard to believe. You add that with the story. It's, like, okay, we get it. Yeah, there's and a then reason it's like, everybody hates Superman. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, once you get to Endgame, it's, like, well... <laughs> Why wasn't she there the whole time? Yeah, and then, like, their only excuse for, like, that she wasn't in there for Infinity War was, oh, she had other planets to take care of. But Thanos was trying to wipe out the universe. What do you mean you got yeah. other planets? So, I thought the whole thing was a stretch. I'm going to say, eh. I said Bill O'Brien. No, it's not Bill O'Brien. It's not Bill O'Brien, just because, like... I didn't even think... She... See, I think she did a better job acting in Endgame than she did in Captain Marvel, though. She was barely in Endgame. No, I, that's my point. Well, okay, <laughs> she, she wasn't there, so it's better. <laughs> no, like she just looked. She just felt so stiff during Captain Marvel. Like her acting wasn't even. Yeah, that yeah. Right. It, it was a rough movie. It was. Well, it didn't fit her. I feel like. Yeah. Moving on, um, Captain America. Great, easy. Uh, I, I mean, like, okay. Whoa, no, I'm just whoa, kidding. I'm just okay, kidding. Whoa. I'm not stupid. Good. Scary, I don't man. hate myself. You guys are both been like, eh. I, I, was like, I stand by my hand. Really? I, no, he's like a great character. I'm just like, he's just like. I don't know. He's just, just like so what? Like, just, just like what? Eh, you know? He's eh. <laughs> dude, Infinity War where he has like the shield on his arms and like the beard. Like, I was like, bro, he looks tough. Oh my God, dude. In Endgame okay, you when know he what, was... You know what? He's a, he's, he had some amazing scenes. You're right. In right. Endgame when he was like staring down Thanos' army and I was in the theater, I got like chills. Yeah. Also. And then like the on your left scene. A low-key moment. Avengers um, a Assemble. Low, a low-key moment when he was like fighting himself and he was like, nice ass. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was, was also so the funny. funniest moment in, like all the movies. Yeah, because like everyone always talks about, dude, that's America's ass. Yeah. yeah. So, um, next up, a great example of what female empowerment and how it should be done, Black Widow. That's a great example. Yes. It's not super in your face. She's that, not OP. That's She's debatable. just really well. Okay, so let me explain. So for the first movie, they did not use her in that role. In Iron Man, they used her as like a come see this movie because there's tits yeah no i get that it definitely well, I, it, it turned into that i definitely yeah. agree with that okay, but in yeah. f- first place it was not that I but agree. i do appreciate right. that she's getting all this stuff for her because she definitely no yeah it. she deserves it um she just she has no powers so that instantly just makes her you just know she's a badass and mm-hmm. she gets to be in the avengers with no powers yeah so like honestly Unless she's amazing i'm gonna say good <laughs> for now because she's not on the same tier it's like Iron Man, Captain America, yeah. but she's good. I'm really kind of excited to see her movie. Once her movie comes out, I think I'm going to think a lot more highly of yeah. her. Also, I think she's coming back to life, so. Next up, sc- no, she can't. They can't do that. that we're talking about bringing Iron Man back, though. That would decredit. Oh, they, they, need, oh. they can't do that, because that no, would decredit No, I know the they can't, movie. but Marvel's like, cash cow. I know. You, you, it would decredit everything. I lose so much respect for Marvel. Next up, Scarlet Witch. I don't really like Scarlet Witch that much, because like, I feel like sometimes Scarlet, she's, the she's the one like the red? Witch, like, yeah, but the red. Okay, she's got like, um, the force. Yeah, like, I feel like sometimes she feels, like, way too overpowered, and, like, sometimes she's just not even there. That's so yeah. fast. Like, she, like, in that scene in Infinity War, like, she, like, moves this giant machine, and, like, yeah. uh, and then, like in Endgame, she fights hand-to-hand combat. Like, just move them <laughs> with your mind. Dude, she could have beat Thanos, like, one-on-one, too. Yeah, just lift Thanos up, and just, like, he can't move. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like 
like her power is just so contradictory. It's like, are you raw? Are you not raw? And, like, what is happening? Are you cold? Or I what? don't. I don't want to turn this into like a comics versus the movies type thing. But literally in the comics, there's like a storyline where she like, m- like made there no more mutants. <laughs> nerd alert! No, but it's yeah, like, yeah, I he's nerd now. I know. I'm gonna say okay. Well, in the comics, the uh, I don't want to <laughs> say Bill O'Brien, but like I kind of want to say Bill O'Brien just because like she feels worthless. Nah, no, no, no. She's not Bill. O'Brien. She's too OP to be Bill O'Brien. She's but, eh. like, exactly. It kind of makes me. But she more has, mad. she has cool moments. So sure. I'm gonna say eh. Yeah, that, okay, I agree okay. with that. Ant Man. Uh, I see. I I don't. I can't put him on great yet. Yeah. My but thing with Ant Man is like. I in Paul theory, Casey, you yeah, love it. yeah, exactly. Well, in theory, like I should love like sitting down to watch his movies, but I like, did. I loved Ant Man. They're good, but it's just like for me, it's like ugh. just because the world's not ending and like yeah. there's a shit ton of people, and it doesn't mean it's not a great movie. I, honestly, I don't know why. I just it's hard for me. To get I do think. Them. I do think. Like when I heard Paul Rudd was gonna be Ant Man, I was like, Paul Rudd is a superhero. But I like, loved it. They, it's they great, play. Though. They, they, play they into played it. it so well. Like this, is just a normal dude, and I, I loved it. I'm I'd a, say good. I'm gonna say. Good. Yeah, it's not great. Next but. up, Hulk. Which His one? Individual movie sucks. <laughs> Which one are we talking about? You have to say all of them. You have to, yeah, he that original Hulk movie is in the the MCU, and so you yeah, have to that, count. And it. That wasn't. So that does that, that that definitely takes him down a bit. That's like yeah, that's the most dramatic like character change ever. Yeah. If we're talking about character changes, because like the end of this. Am, am I the only one who just doesn't really like Hulk that much? Like if Hulk was like. Bruce Banner Hulk the entire time I might have liked it but he just didn't add anything to the story for me. no I totally he, agree because for the first like four movies he's just like I'm big uh, and I'm big. in Infinity War literally his whole purpose in the movie was to show like how good Thanos was because the whole thing about Hulk is like he's supposed to get so angry that he can't get beat like that's his thing yeah. but then and then and in Infinity War like he's not even like out because like no. he's having that like mind trouble and, and then Smart worse. Hulk and Endgame yeah I, I didn't like that it. I'm gonna say eh. I didn't hate him as much. I as think it was. A, I think he's okay just because of how OP he is. I don't know, is. dude. I can't put him as okay because you take all that you just said and now add the original Hulk movie. Yeah, Talon, you're the tiebreaker. It's gotta be eh, bro. Eh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Next up, Hawkeye. Hawkeye's a character that did get a lot better after, like, on, especially bro. in recent movies. Come on, bro. Hold on. I would have said really low in the beginning, but in Infinity War, um, Bill, Bill, Bill. Really? <laughs> I don't think Bill. I'll go N. I'd say okay. Because I like I like his I like his arc in Endgame. Yeah, thank yeah. Endgame. Oh, but that's the only good arc in I know, all the they, movies. But they never gave him an arc. No. Yeah. 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 So I I feel like from what he had screen time wise, and it was cool seeing his family. I don't know. It was just like, it was a different. The, the last it movie was, bumps him up. Okay. Yeah. I'd he was okay. like it's kind of weird because he was like the most like vulnerable Avenger, but he wasn't the most like upfront one like you know what i mean like you saw his family he lost his family on screen yeah they just never gave him the the potential to be anything bigger so yeah. i'm gonna say okay for what he was given screen time wise he did, he was okay I mean, yeah i'll say amp but to be torn thor hmm. are they great he, he evolves so the, much the first movie is okay the second movie is absolutely terrible the third movie is really good it's um, so tough but is thor really up there with and okay, Fat Thor was funny, but like, dude, I feel like he was Fat Thor. Like, I thought he was gonna eventually just like shape up. And yeah, he just I was didn't Fat like Thor it. the like, whole time. It was not cool seeing a Fat Thor fight in the final battle. Yeah, the final battle. I wanted him to be Thor. like, sexy. Thor three Ragnarok. It should have been Ragnarok Thor. 
the yeah. eye patch, like the shaved head, like that yeah. was badass. And then he got fat. Well, dude, it was funny too. Cause like all the promotional footage and like even the tub, I work in a movie theater for anyone that doesn't know this. Even the tubs they gave us to sell at the movie theater had like skinny Thor from Ragnarok on them. That's how deep they went into this fake out. Yeah. So it was kind of waxing fat Thor. So I'm going to say good. Yeah. Good. It's uh, yeah, I guess. Like it's he, hard because his Ragnarok performance is so good, but then... Yeah. It doesn't match in any other movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, but... It, there's even, a, even in Infinity War, he was kind of weird. I yeah. I didn't like him in Infinity War. I, I don't even remember. He's just like with the Guardians, and he has to like make this new axe. And they did true. keep him like at least kind of consistent in Infinity War. Yeah, he was consistent. He was just like a funny drunk, though. I will say no, he's that, had the most game. like... Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right yeah. He's had the most like interesting like character development, I would say, I because know. like he went from like this weirdo in the first movies and then he kind of like in Age of Ultron started to joke around a little more. Yeah. And then like by the time Ragnarok came around, he was like hilarious. Funny Thor was definitely the better Thor, yeah. but like I don't know. I'm I'm good with good. Yeah. Next up is the Asian guy from Doctor Strange. I don't know his name. I'm sorry. Oh I didn't see Doctor Strange. Okay, but who, He's okay. you didn't see Doctor Strange? No. Watch the movie right now. We're watching we're I don't know if it's that good. We're watching it tonight. <laughs> I love that movie. We need to rank Marvel movies sometimes too, but like, we'll do that. We will, but yeah. I feel like this is more. We thought about doing that go. for today, but we thought characters this would be, just seemed more. Interesting it's a, it's right a lot now. harder. So I haven't seen Doctor Strange. You're the only one. Oh, you've seen it. I mean, obviously, it no, I've never he seen. He doesn't it. even count as like. A, <laughs> Yeah, he's only on here because like he's in Endgame a little bit. Okay, uh, I, him in Endgame, yeah, it, he's. Eh. I mean, Can you yeah, say Bill O'Brien. Come on, he's not Hulk or. Just, yeah, just put him. Bill he's not like a bad character though. It's just he's not he's around that so much. He's just not supposed to be on this list. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, why is he on this list actually? <laughs> Next up is Star Lord. Here's my comments. I really love Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One and Volume Two. I don't like where this is going. But I kind of like in like in the first movie they kind of alluded to him being like this like really great space bandit, like a player, like a really cool badass. And then in Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, they kind of just shit on him for not being that cool. Like, even Rocket's like, who the fuck are you? Like, why do you matter? Like, if a, if a, if a raccoon can't respect him, how am I supposed to respect him? And I love Chris Pratt. I don't think it was he did a bad performance, but just you're supposed to, like, life. respect him and, like, think he's cool, but they don't show you any of that. They just kind of tell you. Like, mm. I'm Star-Lord, space bandit. So that's all we get. So I think that's kind of the joke, though, is like he's supposed to be the space bandit guy. Like those movies, it's actually really cool if you think about it, because those movies are supposed to be like a love letter to his mom, technically. Like he got his nickname from his mom. That's why he loves it so much. Well, yeah, I get that. I'm not saying like his nickname. No, I know. I'm just saying like, well, I don't know. I, I just can't. Nickname. I can't put him up here because like I also think he's so badass. Like he's like just Star so Lord. funny though, and like his moment in Infinity War. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. It's like, where's Gamora? And then like, who is Gamora? I'll do you one better. Who's Gamora? And then Drax, and then Drax is like, I got one better. Why is Gamora? Like, it, I mean, it's funny. And I love Chris Pratt. It was he did good. I liked the character, but like, I just never felt like. Are the other Guardians you, on this list? Yeah. Where you should we just not talk about them? Cause yeah, no one has time for just, that. We'll do a couple of them. Like Nebula's on here. We don't need to talk about Nebula. Definitely not her. She's like the she's most not even a hero. We'll link them. We'll link them quick. Okay. It, towards the issue. Okay. Where are you trying game. to put Chris Pratt? I'm gonna say, I'm fine with good, but I kind of want to say okay. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Rocket, thought. just quick. Really, I'm I'm fine with okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's funny. Okay. Nebula, like, Bill O'Brien. She's a bitch like the entire series except for Endgame, and then even in Endgame, like the past Nebula is kind of also. A bad guy. I mean, but so. also like I she, did ser- kinda, she serves her purpose, but like she's yeah. not supposed to be on this list. Yeah, like she said. just shouldn't be on this list, so she's Bill O'Brien. 
Next up is Falcon. I just never cared about Falcon. Yeah. Who's Oh, the black dude? Yeah. Who, like, became... he? I might yeah. like him after the Disney Plus show. Oh, yeah. Well, he's... Right now. What he is He's right Captain now. America right now. <laughs> yeah, so, like... Yeah. Well, ha- wait, how did you feel about, like, him getting Captain America instead of Bucky? Dude, Bucky is kind of weird. And I, I kind of like Is he on Bucky. this list? Um, he should be. Why is Thor on here? Wait, what the hell? Yeah, why is there two Thors? Anyway... Why there's two there, different Thors. There's four Thors. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what the hell? Four Thors and, and 11 scores wasp. ago. I just looked at this list. This list is crazy. Okay, whatever. Um, they don't even have Bucky on here, which is, first of all, whack. Let's they have two him. Falcons, though. I like Bucky as, like, what he is now. I don't... He doesn't need to be Captain America for me. Fal- like, Falcon does. Falcon's not cool. No, I, Bucky's already cool. Totally yeah, he definitely needed, like, that brand upgrade. Yeah, like, Fal- Falcon ain't selling any toys. Because he's but, a good actor. It's just, like, mm-hmm. there's yeah. nothing for him to act. I'm okay with... Eh. Eh, yeah. Um, Groot, kind of annoying the entire time. He's cool, but like I liked him when he was older, better. Yeah, I don't know if that's a hot take, say, but eh. all the moms liked him as a baby. Drax. No. Eh. Okay, am I gonna want to like same thing with like Chris Pratt and Star Lord? They kind of just talk about Drax's badass, and then he kind of just makes dumb jokes. Oh, he's way movie. worse than Star Lord. He's, I'm gonna say I'm he's like my least favorite on them. Bill O'Brien. I'm I'm doing eh, I'm not doing that. Yeah, because eh. he's funny. Because they're all funny. It's just like Black Panther. Great. That was a fantastic oh, movie. Oh, great, yeah. great, great. Okay, but this might be a hot take, but that movie was overrated. Uh, nah, man. I watched that movie like no, eight months after. It's ever- fantastic. I watched that movie after like everyone watched it, like eight Michael months later. Michael Jordan was such a great villain. Yeah. Both oh, of- yeah. Chadwick Boseman and him just, oh my God, they were fantastic. I would watch that movie again. Yeah. And uh, next up is no, um, Vision. Eh. Yeah. I just yeah. don't care It's just like he was, again, like he was so OP that like. Gamora. Eh. Yeah, Doctor Strange. I'm gonna say good. I didn't see this movie, Great. but I really liked him in every other movie. Whoa, what is wrong with that? He's an amazing. Bro, he's Spider- just so like. Hey, hold up, hold up. Let me tell you the other people who are on great. Yes, I agree. Spider Man, Spider Man, Iron Man, Captain America, and Black Panther. Doctor Strange is right up there. No, he's good. Am I? He's good. Bro, you haven't he's even good. seen the movie. Well, okay. Let me let me explain to you why. Because to me, he's just not that interesting of a character. Oh, <gasps> cap. Hey, we gotta wrap this up, so we're gonna go a little bit quicker. Whilst we already did. Oh wait, we already done all these. Okay, yeah, we did. Um, I think there's some missing. I feel like, like, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe not. I think we got all of them. Um, so now we have to pick a goat to end oh. this episode. I think, I mean, Spider-Man, I think. Spider-Man, Iron so, Man, so Captain America, So who's the top three? Panther. Who's the top three? I'd say probably Iron Man, Captain America, Spider-Man, right? I don't want to bum out Black Panther because I think he's I cooler. don't want to, but as a, like, I know he, we're talking not the movie. We didn't see him that much, though, so it's exactly. so hard. And, Cap, and I think Captain America was so great in Endgame. Yeah. And we're talking as a character, not as... See, the characters that were in Endgame have an advantage because they have a whole another movie of character development. Yeah, exactly. Who are dead. No, that... Yeah, that's the only reason why. Like, Black okay. Panther might be here instead of in two that's years. Um, now we have the top three. And, wow, what a top three it is. I'd say you have to leave Spider-Man out. I... I feel like you do. Just because we've only seen two. We don't even... We don't even have the third movie yet. Well, here's the reason. Because... And he dies. Yeah, the hey, MCU is literally Tony and Cap story. That's what it's been to this point. Civil War makes it out of these two. And that's just facts. Now, which yeah. one do you like more, Captain America or Tony? I uh, didn't really. I in the beginning, I didn't really like Iron Man that much. And then when he said "I love you 3000, I bawled like a uh, bitch. Like that's facts. I mean, who didn't? If you didn't, you're. Psycho. I mean, he was so great in Endgame. Don't get me wrong. So was Captain America. But like his character art was his. I will say. 
Captain America's character arc was kind of always the same. Yeah, he went through some turmoil doing what he thought was right with, like, the Winter Soldier and Bucky. But Captain America... I mean, no, sorry. Iron Man was, like, a rich asshole. And he became I Love You 3000 guy. And saved the universe. Yeah. It's gotta be Iron Man. It has to be. He saved the universe. That's, that's a great I mean, way and, to put it. And, and also, just out of MCU sake, he was the first movie yeah, he's out like, of this entire like, universe. Yeah, I know, what, I know Captain America's, like, the first event. Cap's, but, like, I feel like Cap's more of the feel-good guy anyways, because yeah. you're like, yeah, he got that final dance with Peggy. Yeah, I mean, I think... Iron Man had a lot more story arc. And yes, like, his character development throughout more compelling. every movie was fantastic. And I also loved him, like I said this earlier, in Spider-Man. Like, he was that dad figure. Yeah. And then, he God, just, like, in I mean, Spider-Man just, 2 Homecoming, you really feel the effect that he's yeah. dead. No, yeah. Like, when they show the mural Actually, and I didn't watch Tom Holland's... Movie. You, didn't see you haven't two? watched that movie? And he got mad at us I, for not... He got mad at me for not watching Doctor Strange. Dude, that is the best MCU movie. Dude, the ending? I know. I, you don't know what happens. No, I don't. <laughs> well, Dude, we might I, need to watch that. I'm glad I didn't say anything. Okay. Yeah, because if we had spoiled that for you, that would be I mean, honestly, I'm so late at this point that, like, don't say it, but, like... Oh, I really want to say it, though. No, we can't say it. Because we can get this on live cam... We can get this on recording. No, don't, his reaction. don't. Don't do it to him. I, I don't really even care, though. It's been out for, like... Hey, we can get his take next time after we watch it. Hold it. Spider-Man's identity gets revealed. <laughs> You're a bitch for that. Oh, I mean, that's like... Yeah, I mean, okay, it's not like you died or something. Like, yeah. it's big, but, like, th- that's all you know. So it's not like we got, like, got to saw what happened. Oh, okay. Well, right. then, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's in the ending. That's cool. But, yeah. Wait, wh- do you think it was, like, a really good movie, or am I the only one? Yeah, I loved it. Okay, good. Okay, we gotta wrap this up. Yeah, so, Talon, we, we got Talon's reaction, and it was kind of just... Wow, he just that... Said, Dude, his re- identity got revealed? It is kind of wild, though. Is yeah, it wanted? is wild. I wasn't expecting it. I probably, it probably is way This was a year ago, and we're giving our reactions to it probably cool with dope music and, like... You, you do deserve, like, to get told it because at this point, because, God, it came out yeah, exactly. two years ago? I don't, a year and a half? I don't have... Year? It came out last July. I don't have oh, the right so to say... Know, I'm not one of those guys that's like, don't spoil it. Like, I don't have the right at this point if I haven't seen it. I just want to talk about it because we're going to talk about the movie. Okay. Anyway, so, yeah, Iron Man's our GOAT. Great is Spider-Man, Captain America, and Black Panther. And our Bill O'Brien is War Machine. You watched the movie. What, what's the Asian guy's name? I have no idea. Oh, Wong. Wow. <laughs> Way to go, Marvel. <laughs> no, that was his name in the comics. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> actually, uh, actually, uh, the I comics, so they're just being accurate. I'm just roasting So, yeah, myself. there's Wong, Bill O'Brien, and Nebula. So, yeah, there you go. Iron Man's the GOAT. All right, shout out to Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What if we ended it like that? It's a little bit longer though we wanted, but I knew once you started characters, it'd be long. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Click on the other episodes below. Yeah. By the way, click on all of them. Hey, please. and we love all of you guys. We love you all. <laughs> this <laughs> thing is taking a weird turn. Wrap it up. Uh yeah. Um. <laughs> see you guys next week. We love you. <laughs> yeah. See you guys next week, and thanks for listening.